0: Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly.
1: September is Recovery Month. Uh, Now, substance abuse is a topic that uh, I know you've heard a lot about on the program, and uh, unfortunately, as we Tend to see in the news, um, you know, just about every week, that it's a problem that's not going away anytime soon, and um, there are several projects locally. It's a nationwide issue, but there are several. Um, uh, things locally in, in terms of trying to get at the the causes and the treatment and whatnot. In fact, uh, you may remember uh, we had Cheryl Calary on uh, a few weeks back um, just talking about general um, uh, issues with, the, with pro-life and one of the things that she is involved with is, um, you know, a substance abuse coalition and how we deal with that, all the kind of uh, – uh, services around Erie County, uh, Niagara County, Western New York. So um, uh, this week we have invited folks from the Monsignor Car Clinics at Catholic Charities to join us today. Uh, Mark Berry is the Catholic Charities Clinical Services Department Director. Mark, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Greg. I appreciate it. And Nicole Hines is the clinical supervisor. Nicole, thank you for coming in as well.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Greg. Happy to be here.
1: And uh, I I think maybe a good place to, to start. It, uh, by now, again, you know, people follow the news. They're aware of, I think, the problem in terms of substance abuse, particularly in our uh, in our local Western New York communities. Um, uh the, Mark, first, I'll have you talk a little bit about what you do specifically, what Mm -hmm. what your duties entail. But just give us an overview of uh, Monsignor Carr and, you know, the overall picture. Sure. Uh, Monsignor
2: Carr. um, Monsignor Carr has three clinics located in Niagara County and two clinics located in Erie County. Um, We are licensed by the Office of Mental Health and also by the Office of Alcohol and Substance Abuse Services. The clinics we have in Niagara County are in Lockport, North Tonawanda, and Niagara Falls. Uh, these clinics serve people between the ages of 3 and 22. Uh, we have our two uh, child and adult clinics located in Erie County. Uh, we have, on our Humboldt site, we have a combined program. We have both a licensed uh, mental health program and a licensed substance abuse program. And on our Ridge Street location, we have a mental health program. Those two clinics... Um, predominantly serve an adult population. They can serve um, from age three on up, but those clinics are basically the adult population. Uh, for instance, uh, just to get more specific, the substance abuse program located at Humboldt has a combination of uh, licensed substance abuse counselors and licensed mental health counselors and licensed social workers. Um, so that's just kind of a brief overview of what my senior car has to offer. Uh, myself, I'm the Director of Clinical Services. I oversee the five programs in both counties. I have supervisors working underneath me at each program, and each program has, besides a supervisor, we'll also have a clinical um, senior therapist. So that's kind of briefly what I do.
1: Okay, terrific. Uh, Nicole, uh, same thing. What about your role with the clinics?
0: So my role with the clinics is supervising the Rich Street location.
1: Okay. Uh, I mean, what does that mean specifically? What are the, what are the things that, that, you're, that are underneath you that you're responsible for?
0: So we've got uh, about six uh, therapists right now at Rich Street and a handful of interns. And so as the supervisor, working with the uh, therapists and the interns to make sure that they're doing what is best and most helpful for the clients who we serve, um, making sure we're, we're reaching their needs and working with our substance abuse program as well to uh, refer over to the Humble office when we need to.
1: Okay. Uh, and uh, I, I was remiss at the beginning of the program. I should have given you the website. Any of the things that we talk about today and uh, with regard to, to Catholic Charities and these programs, of course, you can go to their website. Um, you're probably sick of me reading it to you, actually. CCWNY.org is uh, the website and Mount senior car is under there. All of the services, in fact, are are listed. Any of the, the programs that Catholic Charities has, we, we invite you to go there. You can connect directly with the Mount Senior Car Clinics here in our 716 area area code 716-895-1033. And let me just as kind of an an aside, Mark, um at the outset, was we always like to mention this with regard to to Catholic charities. You obviously have specific um programs and services that you offer, but you are connected to agencies, certainly in, in area in Niagara County, but if somebody outside the area um, in one of our other areas in Western New York uh, would say, boy, I need some help, and I don't know who to call, and they called you. You're able to connect people with other agencies that can get them the help they need.
2: Yeah, right? we sure can, Greg. Uh, we could take a look at connecting with people either to other outpatient programs. Yeah. Um, the big thing right now would be if a client or who had a substance abuse program either to a detox program or to an inpatient program. So, yes, we have the ability through our networks to connect people Um, To other programs that they might need, if Catholic charities cannot provide them for them, yes.
1: Okay, terrific. Um, Let's just back up a little bit and and look at this issue because it, um, you know, um, substance abuse, particularly, you know, um, obviously substance abuse has always been with us, right? Whether it's alcohol Mm -hmm. or whether it's you know illegal drugs, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, one of the odd things about the this current wave in the current news stories with this is um, we're talking people in many cases who unwittingly have developed a problem with addiction or abuse because of over-the-counter medications that they were prescribed to take. So, I mean, in terms of the the narrative, it's a little different today than it's been in the past, right?
2: Yeah. things There's, there's definitely been issues with pain management in, in our society. Uh, People might start off by taking some kind of painkiller, some kind of opiates, and um, it turns into an addiction. And the big issue is um, it's hard to differentiate between the substance abuse issue and the pain management issue. So when you come into a program that we have to offer you, we can go ahead and assess you, do a full assessment, see where you're at, and take a look at what was going to work for you either as far as therapy and referring you out to a pain management specialist. But yeah, it's, if you watch the news like you're talking about, if you see what's happening with the opiate and opioid crisis, um, it is a huge problem in our society and it's impacting Erie County and Niagara County tremendously. But we have the ability to come in and, t- and talk with you and do a full assessment. Um, part of that full assessment will be taking a drug test. There's individual sessions. There's group sessions. There's other adjunct services we can refer you to. We can have you see a doctor uh, to take a look at buprenorphine t- treatment. So there's different different facets of the intake process we can use to help people through this particular situation.
1: Uh, now, I, Nicole, I imagine this isn't the only issue you're dealing with, you know, on on Rich Street. I mean, I'm sure you you know you know there are there any number of things. But with regard to the to the substance abuse. Um, i don't want to go into specific detail or whatever, but I mean, what are you seeing presently in terms of of the kind of help that people are coming to you for
0: oh it's a variety of things um I don't think that you could say it's any one thing. So being in a position where we can be uh, responsive and a versatile nature is important and and vital to the success and the recovery and well-being of our patients. Um, So our assessment process looks at many different components of our patients' lives. Um, You've heard the term social determinants of health thrown around maybe a little bit out there more recently. And so that's something that you have to consider. And and we look at where our people are at and, and where we can help with other departments within the agency to address needs that perhaps the rich Street counseling office might not be able to address, but within charities, chances are one of our departments is probably going to be able to address one of those needs our patients might have, which complements the counseling process.
1: Um, Yeah, again, it's kind of another aside, but it's important to um, address. uh, When people come to you, I mean, sometimes they don't know how they're going to be able to afford. Treatment, Right. I mean, and and as we also hear, unfortunately, I mean, you know, substance abuse can really be a downward spiral that affects, as you already mentioned, family issues. It affects your, um, you know, finances. Uh, um, Catholic Charities is able to help that way, too, right?
0: Right. That's correct.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Good point, Greg. Um, So Catholic Charities will accept anybody as far as if they do have insurance or don't have insurance. To go ahead and come into services, that's the one thing Catholic Charities have been very good about doing for, for years and years and years. Um, but people might have lost their insurance. Um, you talked about they might have lost their job and lost their insurance to their employer. So we can help assist them with that. We can also help assist with getting people in public assistance if needed. We do have a case management health home worker program that would assist people. in different. As Nicole was talking about social determinants of health can also help link people up with insurances. Um, that's a big part of what a lot of other providers might not be providing. We can go ahead and provide
1: that. Yeah. Again, yeah, great information. Uh, CCWNY, by the way, the website, ccwny.org, um, the, the uh, number to call for them on senior car clinics here in our 716 area code is eight nine five one zero three three. One of the other things I had wanted to ask you, Nicole, um, is, and I, I, I really, I tell people whenever they come in to, to do this show, you know, I'm not a numbers guy. I'm not going to go heavy into statistics. You know, um, some people are listening to this program at 6.30 in the morning. You're not going to remember that anyway. But uh, in this case, um, are we seeing an increase in this area and is it drastic?
0: In the, in the need for substance abuse counseling, yes.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're seeing a huge need in. And, and not, nowadays, too, what we're seeing is we have clients that have dual diagnosis. So, we have clients with a mental health diagnosis and a substance abuse diagnosis. That's becoming more of a focus when it comes to recovery and treatment, how to integrate those services. So, the big thing that's happening now is integration of services, making sure we're focusing on both areas at the same time. Um, our programs do have psychiatrists and psychiatric nurse practitioners. That also assists with medication management, which is a big part of recovery also. Uh,
1: Let me just ask, since we kind of skirted around the topic a a little bit, um, do you you care to talk about so I don't don't forget to ask later? um, uh, within the, the community, um, are, are you involved in any of the kinds of things that um, Cheryl Colary might have talked about in terms of working with other agencies, uh, getting at the root of the problem? And what can we do as a community to make this better?
2: Well, Nicole's been involved with some organizations. She, she can talk more about okay, that. great. As far as what we're – so there's a lot of stuff going on right now as far as integrating of care of services and uh, the redesigning of Medicaid services with Inside New York State, so Nicole can talk a little bit about some of the programs that she's involved with. I think more so with Erie County than Niagara County.
0: That's correct, yes. Um, So a lot of the agencies, um, not just Catholic Charities, are working toward this effort of addressing this need in the community to to better manage addiction. And so we we get together and have meetings and talk about what's working. Um, and, And the shift is going toward not how many people we're helping, but how well we're helping them, the quality of the care.
2: Yeah. yeah, value-based care is, is the big thing right now going on in New York State. So um, as, as far as qu- we're looking at quality, quality-based quality services, quality-based services and quality outcomes, which can better help clients. Uh, this is a huge project. We're part of that as far as my senior care and Catholic Charities.
1: Yeah and of course one of the the reasons that that I bring it up here uh, so that people are aware that okay you know we're trying to um, assist people who are dealing with substance abuse we know the problem is getting uh has been of late getting worse but we do also want to let people know that we are working to make it better so that we you know so that we can decrease some of these numbers yeah, so that's it, it, uh, that's important for folks to know I think
2: Exactly we're we're looking at how we can better service clients in the outpatient program, either increasing levels of care, seeing clients more often. That's the big major focus. Yeah. Um, our outpatient program does have, like I say, does have a doctor that will assess people um, in the substance abuse program and a nurse practitioner, but that that's a goal, quality of care. It, the, the pendulum swung from fee-for-service into value-based care in New York State. So that's just trying to raise the bar with services,
1: Yes. I'm Greg Prince. Thank you for joining us on Western New York Catholic Weekly. This week, uh, September is Recovery Month, and one of our uh, agencies in the diocese that I- is doing all they can in this area is the Catholic Charities Monsignor Carr Clinics. CCWNY.org is the Catholic Charities website. Anything we talk about today, you can find it there. If there is, uh, you've know, if you heard something and it might not be in Erie or Niagara County, that's still a good place to start. and. Uh, Uh, If you call them on Senior Car Clinic, 716-895-1033, they're able to kind of direct you towards the best place um, uh, if you are in need of uh, of assistance. Um, You know, I should mention on that because I I mentioned Mark Berry, by the way, is the Catholic Charities Clinical Services Department Director and Nicole Hines, a a clinical supervisor with my Senior Car. Um, You know, I should mention, I imagine in a lot of cases, right, um, when you are the one – with the problem, it's often hard for you to seek help. I would imagine in some cases you have family members or someone calling you going, I got to get help for my brother, my wife, my child.
2: Yeah, great point, Greg. You know, substance abuse is a family disease. Um, anybody who's encountered either a relative or a friend who has this problem realizes how much people get involved with trying to help somebody and how much it involves the family. So it's really important that besides the individual person coming in for counseling, that the family get involved in counseling. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of stress that gets involved in this process. Um, There could be the family giving helping out this person financially. Um, There could be legal problems going on. It does affect the family. It's important for the family to get into some kind of counseling or therapy. We can offer family therapy, either in the individual sessions or through other programs that Catholic Charities has to assist with that process. But, um, again, I think we all know somebody who's had this issue, and it does, inf- it does impact everybody around that surrounds that person.
1: Uh, with regard to that, Nicole, and, and I really wanted to, to kind of give people an, an idea because um, nobody – Nobody wakes up one morning and decides, I'm going to get addicted to drugs this week. You know, I mean, and not to make light of it, but um, this is something that sometimes happens gradually. They might not even be aware. Until for whatever reason, maybe they you know couldn't get to the drugstore or whatever, and they're wondering why they feel the way they do. I mean, there's any number of, of of paths that people might end up with. I want to talk about the process when someone contacts you, whether it's a person themselves or a family member or or whatnot. What can people expect at that point of contact, and and how is that process going to go for them?
0: That is a that is a great question to highlight the process. Um, Because that's what we do as clinicians. Yeah, exactly. We focus on that process. Uh, Unfortunately, when when folks are in a position where they they come to us or seek out help, not always, but sometimes it's because something really bad has happened and and got them to that point where – well, here they are, and they're in our office. One of the most important things uh, is respect—respect respect for the individual and, and where they're at—and conveying that in the clinical process. Part of the engagement, the rapport building—you uh, got to have that trust, that cornerstone to work with the patient um, in a non-judgmental setting. Uh, and so, to provide that and. Allow that process to unfold, and it's going to be different with every patient as every problem and every individual comes to the table unique so addressing that um, on our end is well on one hand, it's an honor to be part of that process with with our folks who we help um, i don't I don't know if that answered your question or
1: not. well I mean yes, it does actually <laughs> and um, uh, um, even I guess more specifically so you get a call one of one of your folks picks up that phone, someone on the other end needs help. Is And I realize it can be different for every person, um, but you had mentioned the assessment. What are some of the specific things about how that goes, you know, so, that that you're going to do to get them where they need to be?
0: Right. So that's, 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 that's also a great question. <laughs> the assessment process um, asks a, a variety of questions um, some harder than others, that that folks, if they are able to answer the best they can, um, and and those questions look at specifics as to what brought them there, and that allows us to inform where we go next with that patient. If it is a referral to the substance abuse program, for example, if they come to Rich Street, um, and, and we're not doing the substance abuse counseling at Rich Street with them, so that assessment process informs if we keep them with us and do the you know, it's straight individual counseling, or if we say, "Hey, let's go over to our Humboldt office, and we'll look at doing a, a more detailed substance abuse assessment." Okay. Uh,
1: and, um, I'm thinking within my within my own family it didn't have to do with with substance abuse. Um, uh, you know, uh, grandparents of mine have had dementia, and that's another thing that affects. The family, because the family doesn't know how to deal with the patient or whatever, and so I'm thinking in in a similar way in in the case of substance abuse, if a family member calls and is looking for help, relief, or whatever for their for their loved one, whoever it may be, um, I would imagine. In addition to okay, let's get the person in. Let's get them you know started on the on the path the treatment that they need. But I imagine you also want to figure out. Mm, you sound like you might have some anger issues, or just you know that you know how does it? You've kind of hinted at this already, Mark. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I imagine part of your assessment is if it's if it's a family member that calls, it's not the person in. It. You want to try to be aware of warning signs with them, too, like, you know, that maybe they need some help. They're under a lot of stress.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I think, as Nicole was talking about with the assessment, so part of the assessment would be bringing families in for a family conjoint yeah. and talking with them and, you know, getting their, their feedback on what's going on with the client and then talking about if they need a referral for family counseling. And then just to talk a little bit deeper about what would be involved with treatment. So once the assessment's completed on the substance abuse side, a person can expect to come into treatment probably two to four times a week. That would involve group and individual sessions. There's a lot of education that happens with substance abuse treatment. You know, people don't realize it's a family disease, it's a progressive disease. There's a lot of facets that go into the educational component. So there'd be the educational component, then there'd be a process component. So the process component would be talking more about your feelings, talking about where you're at, talking about how you got to this point. Um, I think the biggest thing people need to realize is substance abuse is a progressive di- disease. The longer you use, usually the worst things are going to happen in your life. You're going to have more financial problems. You could lose your job, um, family problems. You could have legal problems. Um, DWIs can come involved with with the alcohol part of it. So it's important to realize that... You know, if you keep using, most likely things are going to keep getting worse in your life. But getting back to your original question of family, yes, it's very important that the family come in to this conjoint. And they can be either part of family sessions with the client or um, they can also go to their own counseling separately. There's also self-help groups they can go to. They can go to NA. They can go to AA. There's different areas that they can go to and take a look at. There's Al-Anon. And there's AA and NA for the client. There'd be Al and I for the family.
1: Yeah, and um, I and I'll just go back to my own uh, experience with the mention of the family. The last thing anyone wants to do, and it happened in my family, is unwittingly make the problem worse through their own behavior because they just don't know.
2: Yeah, well, you know? The, the big word is enabling. I mean, if you you love a family member, you do. You care about somebody. They're your relative. You want to see the best for them. So there's the fine line of. Supporting them too much, where they really don't see what how their problem has really caused them problems, versus you know giving them money, you know bailing them out of certain situations, and they really can't see where the issues are affecting them. So yeah, the whole enabling enabling process comes into play is what you're talking about, Greg. Yes,
1: uh, Nicole, I I want to be sure to ask because. Um, I imagine when there's a lot of fear when people are going to call you for the first time, right? I mean, it takes a lot of courage to kind of make that first call. Uh, what would you say to anyone? What kind? What kind of encouragement would you give to folks?
0: You're right. It does take a lot of courage to reach out um, when you're, you've been struggling with something for for so longer, or maybe not long at all. It's still a struggle. And it's still hard. Um, uh, well, we're here. Um, our folks who answer the phone are incredibly uh, friendly, supportive. Um, they want to help. They're willing. Um, so it's, it's, it's a friendly, receptive uh, uh, person on the other end when you make that call, if that's of help for folks out there listening to know that that's what they're greeted with.
1: I hope that it is. CCWNY.org is the website. The Senior Car Clinic's uh, phone number here in the 716 area, code eight nine five one zero. Three, three. Mark. I promised at the beginning we would also ju- we would mention uh, like some of the other things that the uh, my senior care clinic does that are under there outside of the the substance abuse. I know there's some things with children, some things with families, marriages specifically. Um, you want to highlight those before we go?
2: Yeah, we have a marriage and family counseling program, um, and we have as Nicole was talking about, she oversees our mental health program. Yeah. So we have four. Five licensed mental health programs. Uh, again, three in Niagara County that go from age t- three to age twenty-two, and two adult clinics uh, in in Erie County. So, um, yes, thank you for letting us share that. Also,
1: yeah, yeah, um, and, and you work with children, right? Also work with, with, uh, with um, and one of my favorite is we we talked about this on the floor. Uh, Project Hope mm-hmm. is is a great uh, program that you guys do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so any of those things. Are available. Just uh, I've given the phone number, um, uh, 716-895-1033. But, uh, you know, if you if you downloaded the podcast, you're listening in your car or whatever, just remember, ccwny.org. Any of the things that we talked about are there. Anything about Catholic Charities also uh, available on the website. Uh, from the Senior Car Clinics, Mark Berry, the Catholic Charities Clinical Services Department Director, and Nicole Hines, Clinical Supervisor at uh, the Rich Street location. Thank you both for coming in this morning. Thanks Thank for having you us, uh, and uh, a lot of great information. And, uh, and and I appreciate you coming in. As always, um, I mentioned we you know we've talked about this on the program before we've talked about many of the services the catholic charities provides if you'd like to hear those then by all means go to our radio page either at buffalodiocese.org slash radio or the namesake of this program wnycatholic.org and uh, you can go through all the past uh, programs and the different topics that we have covered and uh, if you're listening on the radio and missed something you can download this week's program as well i'm greg prince i'll be back with you next week
0: You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org.